One, two, three, four, five, six, right, seven. That's good. Oh. That's good. Just, just talking. So I can't yeah. talk normal. Oh my god. What a f- baby. Oh, Mr. I've got 125 reviews on Ooh. Amazon or on iTunes, so I don't really have to. I can talk however I damn well That's want. That's right. That's right. We're not going to have them if you don't talk so people can hear. <laughs> or maybe we will. Remember what he. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. with a chance to win it. Will Cinderella arrive? Miller in the lane, puts it up. Florida wins! Florida wins! Mike Miller with the winner at the buzzer. Hello and welcome to another micro episode of The Substandard. I'm Victor Mattis along with Jonathan V. Last and Sonny Bunch. Uh, As you know, we're in the middle of March Madness, or as some people used to had started to call it, March Mayhem. But I insist it will always be madness. Who has ever called it March Mayhem? Oh, Dick. some of the networks do. No that. one has ever yeah, called it that. Some, You're just making things up. I think there was some now. copyright issues, and they couldn't call it that. Oh, but, uh, is is March Mayhem like calling was, the Super Bowl the big game? Yeah, something oh, like that's that. Funny. They had an issue uh, with it. They had to go with Mayhem, but we all know it's madness. And uh, and of course, uh, tonight's big game is going to be Gonzaga, the final Gonzaga versus North Carolina. Uh, and so we just wanted to talk very briefly about the NCAA tournament. Uh, and uh, a little bit about what's happening at my alma mater, Georgetown. Uh, but I was thinking about uh, this time of year, uh, JVL, uh, back in the day, we lived in the office for this time of year. Do you remember that? I do. You and I would go to Burger King with our brackets to figure out who we were going to pick. You and I ran the office pool for the Weekly Standard for 18 years? At least the last Mattis Invitational. That's what that That's was. That's what it was. And uh, we used to get everybody involved. Half of all winners, Fred Barnes. <laughs> you just stole my line. Oh, I was about to... <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, wasn't it like every other year Fred was winning? Literally every other year. Yeah. Fred, yeah, yeah. He, who's the guy out in Vegas who's like the, the mastermind who sets all the sports book lines? That's Fred yeah. Barnes yeah, when yeah, it comes yeah, to yeah, college yeah. basketball. I remember, in fact, one time Fred won. Uh, the whole tournament, and he was interviewed about it at Roll Call or The Hill. And they said, oh, you're going to win. What are you going to do for the office? And he said, oh, I don't know. Maybe uh, have a pizza party. He never did. Son of a bitch. Instead, he uh, <laughs> paid for all his kids to go to, to school. <laughs> school is what with, the, with the Weekly Standard? Uh, yes, Sonny. March Madness uh, money? Yes, March Madness. Madness. What? How, how much money were you putting into this pool? Every... Well, it's a long time ago. It was a donation. <laughs> it was. We said it was. Op- Remember this? We JBL? had a Kentucky office. Said, oh, so there was a. We oh had. We were. Gosh, we we were partnered I, with for yeah, some reason a Kentucky yeah, congressional were, office. Yes, a really nice yeah. guy and. And uh, so it was great. It was like taking candy from a baby because all these Kentuckians oh, they always Kentucky, vote Kentucky to win every yeah. year. Either Kentucky or Louisville. Kentucky yeah. or Louisville. Yeah. And no, no, no. They were all, all Kentucky. Kentucky. They, they were, were not. Kentucky. No, they were all. Yeah. They were like yeah. Louisville loses first round no matter what. They were yeah. all yeah. KU yeah. people. Yeah. 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 yeah, That was probably when who's coaching it? Roy Williams at the time was probably there. Was it Roy? Williams? Tubby. Tubby Smith. Roy, it was Tubby, Tubby Smith. Smith. Roy yeah. Williams yeah. never coached Kentucky. Oh, I get confused. Kansas. 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 Of course. Sorry. My bracket was in pretty good shape this year until you know it got it unfortunately got blown up this weekend when Mississippi State beat Connecticut. I was just it was you know it was a just a disaster. I forgot so you it was, the women. Oh you god, the you know game. you know men and women are equal, so I think it's offensive, frankly, we, just to do a men's. You bracket. know what? We were in one year. We were in a very woke pool. <laughs> yes, where you had. To do two brackets, one men and one women, and your final score meshed the two together. Wow. 
And I remember all this was of in us the Weekly Standard. On. No, we were like part of oh, somebody. Okay, we did our own, but yeah. then there was a, this. Was a it was, mm-hmm. Yeah, Jonathan. There was a lot of. Gambling. We had a, a, a coworker, a female coworker, who took part in the female bracket and needed help because she said she knew nothing about basketball. Jackie Goldberg. Thank you. The great Jackie Goldberg. And JVL, I remember you were, you know, JVL was very dismissive and said, look, you know, you just, it's so predictable on that side of, of the bracket. Just, you know. Chalk. You know, yeah. Just, take chalk yeah, the whole way. All, all the way through. And sure enough. <laughs> she did it. Yeah. It was she so won. predictable. And then the number one, of course, was the number one. And then chalk and then pick UConn to win. Yeah, 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 yeah. UConn over Tennessee. UConn over UConn over Diana Tarazi. Diana Tarazi. Um, and so there was that. And But I have to tell you, this year I was not paying much attention uh, to the brackets because, yet again, Georgetown did not make it. I can't even make the NIT joke where I go, oh, well, you know, we're looking forward to the big dance meeting the NIT because it was two years. It's been two years in a row that Georgetown, uh, my alma mater, finished below 500. And this has been an ongoing drama since Jonathan and I uh, started working together at the Weekly Standard many years ago. And, uh, you know, the issue was, of course, at the time when we were working there was the old man, John Thompson Sr., and well, junior, and uh, his not doing a really good job despite the talent on his roster. If you remember, the 1996 uh, team went all the way to, it went to the Elite Eight, and that team had four um, future NBA players on that starting team. It was Including an NBA League MVP. Oh, the one and only. Allen Iverson, and I think Othella Harrington, Jahidi White, Jerome Wallace, Junkyard Dog. Your mother could have coached that team into the Final Four. Yeah. Uh, they faced, do you remember this? They got stopped in their tracks in the Elite Eight by UMass and Marcus Camby. Uh, and then later on, I think the other problem was, um, it was uh, the other showdown was Iverson versus uh, Ray Allen. That was another big one. Ray Allen was at UConn. Um, and, and of course, and and when I- not making movies with Spike Lee, yes, great movies, no less. And Iverson, I believe, uh, was the first player to not graduate, uh, and he went pro early after two years. Uh, and Thompson allowed at it. Georgetown, at Georgetown, like no, 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 yeah. at Georgetown. And then everybody else wanted to follow his lead after that at the school, and uh, many of them with. Not great consequences. Yeah. I mean, other players have finished early. But uh, after that, it went to Craig Eshrick, the assistant coach. And um, in many ways, that was a bad idea because Eshrick's only experience was being on the bench as an assistant coach. He had no other head coaching experience mm. for 25 or however, however number of years, since 72 or whatever. Um, was he, he handpicked later, by John Thompson? Yeah. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot of no, it but this that. is all – okay, it's important to understand JVL, the criminology of this. It, there's a lot of criminology here. What the old man, John Thompson, wanted his kids – Kid John Thompson the Third to have the job. Mm-hmm. John Thompson the Third was at Princeton. He didn't have the pedigree. It would have been rank nepotism, and he would have been in a lot of trouble. So instead, you hand the position to Craig Esherick, this weak water guy who has no chance of succeeding. And then, waiting for the Esherick experiment to fail, then you have a plausible successor mm-hmm. in his mm-hmm. son John mm-hmm. Thompson the Third, and. John Thompson III was, we all thought, unfireable because his dad is so enmeshed with the university. And so the university made a mistake. Both the university— Turning to a man they didn't fully understand. (laughs) Yeah. Because once you have that guy as your coach, I always said this was an insane business decision to hire John Thompson III because he is unfireable. You were right for many years. And it got so bad, Vic, that they finally did it. And I would just like to know, how happy did it make you? 
I was I was stunned because I I think I went on I was on record as uh, as far as Twitter goes I don't know if that counts as being on record that counts <laughs> also Hoya paranoia right you host you post to the Hoya message oh I'd written still, about or? no 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 that was Jody Bottom by the way Joseph Bottom a contributor both to the Weekly Standard and the Washington Free Beacon uh, he would randomly call me during basketball season I'd see the area code six oh five or whatever it is for South Dakota and then he'd want to talk you know not about politics not about theology but rather about what's going on at Georgetown says, no. I, I, you know, I only pay minimal attention. Jody would say, and, and and also I go on board, but I use a different name when I go to the chat rooms <laughs> and throwing out questions. And he has very. And are we talk blow, about, are we blowing up his spot yeah, right now? Are you doxing him? Yes, it was Hoya Saxa Aquinas. I believe was his <laughs> name, though I don't know that for a, a fact. Um, uh, but it was really surprising. I thought, no way, the university, as Jonathan always insisted, and he, I thought he was going to be right about this forever, they're going to keep him on at least for another year of horribleness. But what happened was, I think uh, there was such an uproar with the alumni. The students did a petition. You can only ignore them for so much as well. Like, And especially now you do these online petitions. That's a big deal. And uh, it came out that his salary... Um, at last available, um, uh, the, the last publicly available tax filing was maybe 2015 or 2014, $3.6 million. They think that it was backloaded so that he was actually increasing despite whatever his record was. <laughs> $3.6 million was more than Jay Wright made when, he, when Villanova won the championship. It's more money than Roy Williams at UNC makes now. That's an issue. Wow. The board of trustees, that's the rumor. I get all my news from Casual Hoya. They were up in arms. And uh, what I heard was the, so, the, whole, the board of trustees forced uh, president to join his hand. Who authorized the hit? Because a, yeah. a firing like yeah. this yeah. has to yeah. get signed off on, right? Yeah, yeah, um, uh, absolutely. Again, from what I heard through casualhoya.com is that it was board of trustees that forced Jack to join his hand, the president. And uh, it's unclear to me if the, the old, old man, man was not involved. Well, I'll Did tell they you consult what. Consult with him. The old like like in the Godfather, going. I'm yeah. sorry, we got to yeah, take care of Fredo. No, I mean the thing is, a, a, and I would like it if the next coach. I I take Tommy Amaker. You know, our good friend John Feinstein suggested Richard Pitino, as in the son of uh, Rick Pitino. Uh, I think uh, that the, uh, uh, the the rumor Instead, now you're getting is Patrick yes, Ewing. the rumor is Patrick Ewing. Thank you, Sonny. Or the guy who ate Patrick Ewing. <laughs> Well, Patrick Ewing no, ate, he ate the guy who Patrick, was up for it. Patrick yes. Ewing ate mm-hmm. Craig Escherich, yes. can I, and that's why. Can I tell you that none of this is going to matter, and it's going to matter, not going to matter at all because of this. Let me tell you a little story. Very brief. I know we're up against the break here. This is a story about a young man from South Jersey, a young Catholic man, very earnest, whose entire goal in life was to go to Georgetown and be a Hoya. He, he established this goal by age six. All he wanted to do was go to Georgetown. And then, like Peter with Jesus... <laughs> He was denied by Georgetown not once, not twice, but three times. Mm-hmm. Is that is that that young that? man was me? <laughs> <laughs> I was there, Jonathan. Right, does that mean rejected you're rejected as a high school yes. senior, rejected as a freshman transfer who actually was a pretty good rower and who the crew code was trying to recruit <laughs> because his grades were so bad, and then rejected from the medical school? And on that day, I cursed them. I cursed the Hoyas. They shall not win another national championship. The curse of the the curse the last curse. The last it's curse. The curse last of curse. The JVL. Well, you know what? I remember going through those uh, transfer admissions when I worked at the admissions office, and I looked at yours, <gasps> and I thought, you know what? He'll be fine. <laughs>